What? Yeah. <laughs> like, That's at gunpoint, good story. like what? Yeah, I was 18. Uh, it was a month after my 18th birthday. I was in the opposite side of town. Uh, I just, I was at the movie theater, uh, walking back to the truck because we forgot uh, the, my date's purse. And so as I'm closing the, the car, I hear the two guns clack back. I get robbed and uh, they tell me to get in the truck. They, get in the, they open the passenger side. They tell me to start driving. The great irony of life is this. We all want a life we love and more time with the ones we love. But our job, the very thing that's supposed to be the financial vehicle to provide that freedom is the very thing that chains us down. Do you think you have what it takes to rise above yourself? Are you ready to start transforming your dreams into reality? If so, I'm Cody Teal. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast, a tribe of dreamers and doers, rebels and fighters that are here to prove to the world you can have your cake and eat it too. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast. Have David Rosa out of Houston, Texas. Welcome to the show, David. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Uh, we were, we were, I was, I want to start doing market highlights. And so I reached out to some people to see like who's crushing it. And I was surprised to hear that someone had been in Houston, Texas, selling solar for five years. I didn't even know that solar had been like going on that long. Um, so David, David's out of Houston. Yeah, I, you probably can't see it on the podcast. He's got this big old Texan Houston's helmet in the, <laughs> the shelf there. I'm loving it. I love JJY. I love their team. Um, uh, but Tell for people who don't know who you are, who you are David, give us a little one on one, little four one one on you. Awesome. Well, yeah, my name's David. I'm located here in Houston, Texas, and I've been doing uh, solar here uh, for the past five years. Uh, I have helped hundreds of homeowners, uh, actually across four, five different states as well. Um, so yeah, so I've been doing it for quite a while out here. Cool. Well, how how did you get like? Well, kind of give us a little bit of background and how you got into solar. Okay. Well, uh, back in 2010, uh, so 10 years ago, I was a technician uh, at Sprint. I was there for about three, maybe four years. I uh, had a customer that became a regular customer. He was in his uh, mid, early 80s, mid 80s. And so I finally asked him, what do you do? He told me he's in the energy industry and he's well off. He only works one day out the year because he's bored, excuse me, one day out the week because he's bored. Uh, so I asked him, what, what advice would you give somebody my age just starting off? He said, get into the renewable industry. That's where the world's going. Uh, and that always stuck with me. Uh, so I looked into, you know, what's going on in Texas as far as renewable and solar, and it wasn't much. Uh, I found an institution in Colorado that was a two-year program. Uh, I was considering uh, pursuing it. I didn't. I stayed in sales. I went to in-home uh, sales as well for uh, home security. I did that for about two years. And uh, back in 2015, uh, I was about to be a, a new dad. Um, and so I was like, what do I want to do moving forward to build a better future for my son and a better world? Uh, and that's where the solar came back around in my head. And so I get home, I started researching, you know, solar in Houston and I came across a company. Um, and I started working there for about six months until I went to made the switch to SunPro where I'm at now. And, uh, I'm, uh, I'm the longest Houston rep. So, you know, out of the team that first started, I've been here since the start. And since then, uh, we grew into 13 different states uh, with five more on the way. Okay. So when you, when you were doing security, was that because you were a technician for Sprint for security or a technician or did you, did you do sales? I've always been in sales. 
when I was a technician at Sprint, I uh, I was the head technician at their their service location. So that pretty much I was the face of the service. I interacted with the homeowners. Okay. I helped okay. them upgrade. I repaired their, their devices. I did all of that. Um, but it was still sales. Okay, so that, uh, that was like a technician yeah. position. So people come in and they're comfortable with you. But really, what you're doing is solving their problem and helping them helping them out with additional services. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because you know, if their phones were broken, I'll repair their devices, laptops, break them apart, fix them, put them back together. So I repaired them. Uh, but also, you know, was able to upgrade them if it was time to upgrade and stuff like that. Okay. And then for security, like what, what was that experience like? Was that like a door to door thing or were you like going to leads or what was that? That was uh, at ADT. So that was a uh, residential resale. So uh, some door knocking, a lot of it was, you know, homeowners that were moving uh that were going to reactivate the service at their new location and then of course self-generated business as well okay so when and you then this- i also worked at a uh, john moore which is a, a multi-service location here in houston which they sell like a, a, a electrical service plumbing service hvac service pest control and, and so i was in the inside in the call center okay. so i would set up appointments and that's where i learned the importance of sticking sticking to a script you know uh, how to sell over the phone and stuff like that but you know, my first job at 16, I was a, a, a sales associate at Radio Shack. You know, I was there for about three years. Oh, uh, wait, wait, say that again. Where were we at? Radio Shack. What's that? What's that company? <laughs> it's a company that went out of business. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you got questions, we got answers. <laughs> I, I, I have not heard Radio Sh- I've not heard that word in like probably two years. Yeah. I was like, oh, Radio Shack. <laughs> You know, like so. Uh, so that was, I was that was that was actually my first job, and I was there from uh, sixteen to about nineteen, and then I went over to Sprint. Okay, cool. So, like the solar, obviously, like that's a that's a different beast than those other products or services. So, mm-hmm. what was that transition like? Walk me through that. Um. So at the first company, it was learn to pitch. You know. Uh, don't worry about the product, you know, just stick to the pitch. We didn't really know how to size the system. It was just pretty much, it was having the customer uh, uh, like us, showing them what you have to offer and how it saves them money. It was, uh, that was pretty much really it. Uh, it was a hard transition uh, just because I went from, you know, $500, $2,000 systems to $20,000 systems, you know, $20,000 systems. And while I was in training, those systems went up to four grand before I even got out of training. So it's like, okay, let me figure this out. And so it was, a, it, it was a roller coaster at the beginning, a lot of heartbreaks, a lot of dry time going to no shows, people who didn't, who base opinions, uh, base their opinions on old information. Um, you know, again, being in Houston, we had cheap energy rates. Mm-hmm. So some homeowners were saving, some homeowners were out of pocket, uh, other people, you know, there's a stigma to solar. And that's the hardest part about solar at that time was product awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you went to the new company. How was that different? Cause obviously that first one wasn't doing something enough to like get you to feed your family. Correct. So you transition over to SunPro. They're still a new dog in town though. Yes. Right. Absolutely. So I imagine there were some hiccups, but obviously you've been with them for a very long time. Um, <laughs> so like, let, let's dive into the details there. Awesome. So yeah, so I left the other company, uh, a lot of, they sold me on a dream, you know, that maybe a lot of new reps uh, get sold on. Um, and so after they didn't deliver on their end, that's when I made the switch over to SunPro. Uh, from there, you know, luckily, uh, it was a great team that we started off with. It was a few friends from the industry that I had as well. 
Um, so it was a real team effort. You know, we were digging those trenches where we were spreading the word, you know. Um, so we, the first time I came across Sun Pearl, it was actually with the previous company. I saw their, their folder. I was like, wow, they're, they're so professional in how they present themselves. This is an awesome company. So I went home, I researched him. I was like, this is an awesome company. I want to work for these people. Um, and so uh, I was fortunate enough that they needed a Spanish speaker when they were, they were coming to the Houston area. And that's how I came in. Um, luckily, because I had some sales experience for Solar in the previous company, I was comfortable right off the bat. So, you know, it only took me a week to, to figure out their system as far as how to write the contracts, you know, the products that they use. And then my first week out, uh, I sold three deals. You know, being out in Louisiana, they were accustomed to doing smaller systems because of the state tax credit, the federal tax credit. Homeowners were going for uh, solar for a lot less. Well, in Texas, these are bigger homes and they're using a lot okay, more power. Give me some specifics. How, now, for people that don't know, what was it like in Louisiana back then? At that time, Texas? you could get like a 22-panel system for like five grand out of pocket. Why, and why was that in Louisiana? Because they had a 50% uh, state tax credit and the 30% a federal tax credit. 80% so you're only paying. Yep. So you're only paying 20% for the solar system. Woo. So a lot of companies were coming from the woodworks, you know, here and there. And a lot of companies went under when the, the uh, state tax credit went away. Yeah. Yep. And so was that a pretty hard transition for them going to Houston? I imagine like, you know, energy's really cheap in, in Texas. Um, oil's a big thing. Right. Yep. And that, maybe that's a plus minus. I don't know. Um, the advantages is you are probably building pretty big systems, which are, which are nice to get those paychecks. Um, <laughs> but what was that transition like for them? Was, how did they adapt? Like, well, cause the pitch has got to be a little different. You can't go in there and be like, Hey, this thing's usually like $30,000. You're getting it for five, you know? Yeah. So luckily there was none of that. Uh, where, you know, it was a VP just from Louisiana and everybody, uh, at the time he was just doing the sales here in Houston. Everybody else in Louisiana was still over there in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. So you had the guys that were accustomed to setting the Houston way, you know, just doing the loans, you know, showing return on investment against, you know, what the rate is. Luckily, uh, most of Houston is deregulated. So, you know, a lot of the places do do uh, one for one on the solar buyback. Some do less, some do avoided costs, but, you know, we design it according to their rules. Um, so, yeah, it, it was it was a risk. It was a gamble. They didn't know what to expect. Uh, they had a go to to make a certain amount of money. Uh, and we surpassed that goal, you know, 300 times, you know, uh, of that first year. And which was great. Uh, but a lot of the homeowners were asking, you know, who, do, who, who in my neighborhood has solar? How many homes do you have here? And I hate that question now, just because we have such a great footprint. Um, but I literally uh, had a list of like 200, 300 homeowners that we installed up to this point by this, this is maybe late 2016 that I went to Google Maps and I started circling all the locations of installs that we have. So now when homeowners ask me for a referral, I go, look, these are my homeowners here. And then I started taking selfies with my homeowners. Like, look, these are real people just like you going solar. I don't have an age group, a, a, a financial background, whether you know, they're higher income, lower income, you know, anything like that. These are just common folks going solar because they understand, example, my parents were in their, in their home for 20 years before they went solar. I'm the youngest out of six. They had a $400 light bill. You do the math. That's a hundred grand in 20 years. And so, you know, uh, that's how I realized how month, uh, electricity works. You know, when I was 16, uh, we got a $750 light bill one time. 
And so I remember those headaches and those struggles with that, en- with that energy consumption. And then again, everything from that conversation with the home, uh, with my customer in 2010, I kept doing some research uh, uh, every now and then. And the stuff that I would hear about, I seen it back then in 2015. And the stuff that I was hearing about 2020, 2022, I'm seeing it now. And it's crazy. You know, I pretty much got to witness a lot. Uh, and it's, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So it's that, well, how were you guys getting your customers? Like, were you just doing the door knocking thing? Were you guys getting leads sent? Like, what was... We had multiple lead sources. Okay. So, you know, uh, they have about six different lead, lead sources that they'll buy leads from. Uh, a lot of the ones that most of you guys are familiar with. And then, of course, uh, they were doing uh, their, um, their own websites and stuff like that. They were buying exclusive leads, non-exclusive leads. And that was pretty yeah. much it. Okay. Until we grew okay. so up. That, that was like, so that part of your experience was pretty easy. Because I know for a lot of guys, the door-to-door part, because they're just, they're brought in. And that's like a very huge learning curve, like a very like impactful experience. Yeah. What, what would you say was your most impactful experience during your first year in solar? The, the most impact in, in which way just like what what was like the hard? i guess let's the first this question's better what was the hardest thing for you the first year the first year uh not with sun pro but with the other company uh we weren't even taught how to size the systems we'll okay. add up the the homeowner's usage and we'll be in a group chat hey this is the system uh, of my homeowner's usage and they'll call me back the numbers that was pretty much it so it was, it was going from that where i didn't even know how these numbers were the, uh, and stuff like that. Um, it was a lot of heartaches at the beginning where it was a lot of no shows, you know, dry, spending countless hours on the road and st- stuff like that, where you're questioning it, you know, and at that time, you know, being a hundred percent commission, you're like, you're doubting yourself. Do I want to keep doing this? You know, it, I, my son's a year old, we're short on this, this week, you know, and stuff like that, where it was just like, you had to get through it. It was a roller coaster, you know, and then you had those times where you had a great month, but you knew, Next month may be a little slower, you know, so you kind of had to play your money right. And so you, it, it was those heartaches where you had to really figure out, can, or, or do you have the mentality to get through those, those heartaches? You know, some people get comfortable and stuff like that. That's really where the, the hard experience was. It Do I want to continue going through this? You know, but what, what really uh, kept me focused is that I knew I was going to be a pioneer while Houston's going green. And that was the main focus that, you know, when people thought of solar in Houston, I wanted them to think of me. And so that, that was really the hardest part of the first year. Besides, you know, the, uh, with that first company we worked for, they, again, they sold us on a dream. Uh, being a new dad, um, I needed to, I left the home security sales because it was 100% commission. And I was accustomed to getting leads to where leads are getting taken away. We're like, okay, now I don't like where this is going. And then I hit a hardship for about five months right before my son was born. Um, so I needed the stability of a paycheck. So I was 5% commission and my salary and everybody else that was pure commission, it would either get large checks or they would just get a $2,000 draw that goes against their commission, which will pretty much be enough to keep you fed and to keep you there to keep going. Um, because they wouldn't pay you until the end of the installation. And so there was a lot of hardship involved. You know, again, there was times right before Christmas, you're, you're like, Hey, where I'm at now, you know, do I want to continue next year going this? But you knew that if you kept focused, that the light at the end of the tunnel was going to be bright. And so that's why I stuck, I stuck it up. Nice. Nice. That's good. And then, but so you would say like the training and support you got from your, your second round was really, really vital in helping your success. Is that 
Oh, absolutely. So we sat down as a team, you know, and we, we, we sat there at what works for us. And the great thing about SoundPro is they listen to us. Hey, what do you guys need to be better successful? You know, uh, everything that we were, we were uh, uh, recommending, they delivered. You know, when, when I first started at SoundPro, uh, we were, they were taking, uh, adding up their usage based on, on the phone. You know, and then from there, you know, you see on the computer, okay, this is how many panels that, that price is. This is, and they'll divide the cost and the breakdown and doing all that with the calculator. Mm-hmm. And this was my first week in training. I, I was like, there has to be a better way. So I went home and I made a spreadsheet where I was able to input the numbers and then it showed me how many panels I needed. And it was attached to another Excel sheet that had the, the, the cost of the panels automatically involved. And then it broke down the payment. And for about two years, we used this platform. And then from there, you know, what do you guys need to be better? Okay, well, let's do And I created a digital presentation from based off the book. You know, some people would rather have physical material. Other people like digital material. And so everything that we were developing, it just grew better and more as a team effort. And so, you know, they deliver on everything for the, for the reps. They listen 100% and they back, they back everything up, which is awesome. Yeah. Well, I, I like how, like, yeah, there, there is an evolution, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't just like, we got something that works, we're going to stick to it. It's like, we got something that works right now, and we're going to keep on, like, building on top of that yeah. and listen to feedback, you know? Absolutely. So, like, what, what, tell me some, like, success stories with homeowners that you had. Like, what, because obviously you had a new market where there was not a lot of case studies, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, what was, what are some success stories that you had with homeowners that were like, oh, I don't want to do this, but now they're, like, giving you referrals and loving it? So uh, 70% of my business is same day closes, whether they met me before or not. Um, and so back in, uh, when I first started with Sun Pro, I want to say my first week out, uh, we went from a 22 panel system that they were accustomed to selling in Louisiana to a 44 panel system. And they even got nicknamed Texas size systems. Um, and so with this homeowner, they had Intergy. Now, Entergy at that time was one for one on the buyback, and they were the only energy provided to cut you a check when your production credits were over $50 or greater. Mm-hmm. Now, fast forward two, three years later, as more people with this utility company went solar, they changed the, the rules. So now they do avoided costs, which, but anyway, so I had a homeowner. Uh, I, I met them. They were in their late 60s, early 70s, the Levier family out in Liberty, Texas. I met them. They use uh, 5,000 kilowatts a month, $500 a month at 10, two cents a kilowatt, true cost. Okay. They needed 125 panels. So I I look at this usage. I'm like, wow, this is insane. And it's not a big, you know, mansion. It's not none of that. They're out in the country. He, he, he built a house himself. He got a bunch of window units. So it's just high demand. Uh, He has welding machines, compressors. Mm. uh, And so uh, they decided they want to move forward. I was even surprised that they were going to make the investment. I was like, okay, great. And so they bought it. Um, their payments on their solar system was, I, I believe, like $520 a month um, for the 12-year financing. And since then, they have saved over $25,000 since 2016, 2015, 2016. Because their, their uh, other rates would have gone up so much. Yeah. The solar's been fixed. Yeah. So I, per- I pretty much wiped out their whole light bill that they're only paying a $10 base fee. And okay. so those homeowners are grandfathered in because they went solar before they changed the, the rules. Okay. So, so 
er, the early bird gets the worm, worm with these. Exactly. Agreements. Yeah. Now here with Centerpoint, uh, where I'm at in Houston and in the, in the Northwest Cyprus uh, side of town, uh, we, we get one for one. So, you know, my parents, they averaged $400 a month. They needed a 46 panel system. Uh, they were paying a little higher rate than the previous owners. Uh, I'm the youngest out of six and their last month's bill was uh, $23. You know, uh, my sister, well, the funny thing about it is that when I first started, I presented solar to my big sister who was brand new to the house. This was early 2016. Uh, their January, February bill was $40. I told them, hey, you got enough space for an 18 panel system. Go ahead and max it out. It's 145 bucks a month. Get that first uh, portion of support from your solar system rather than utility company. Well, no, David, we're paying 40 bucks right now. We're just going to hold off for a while. Okay, fine. Fast forward, you know, the summer, they hit those 240, 270 months. Then after that, you know, by the end of the year, they averaged 250. So fast forward, when I'm having this conversation with my parents uh, about them going solar, they loved it. And I was like, look, talk to everybody first. It's a big investment. I don't want nobody looking at me sideways because dad's about to retire. My dad just retired, if I'm not mistaken. And they're like, it doesn't matter. We want to go ahead and do it. I was like, look, just talk to them. And uh, we'll do it tomorrow if you decide to do it. So uh, the next day they decide to do it. My sister calls me, hey, David, we want to go ahead and go solar as well. <laughs> and so, you know, they've both uh, been saving ever since. Uh, me, I'm a first-time homeowner. Uh, I purchased my home in January, uh, June 2019. And I went solar my first month in. Uh, been having my system activated since September. I have a $45 credit right now going towards, you know, these, these months where I'm going to produce more. Yeah. And one thing I like that you did, so if you don't know, guys, so David, David has a YouTube channel, so it's Let's Talk Solar. Um, you can go in and check it out. But he actually walks through his experience for his own home on the channel and goes over, like, more details about solar and, and what it looks like from a homeowner's perspective. And he's a chef that ate his own cooking. So that's like, <laughs> oh, it's the real deal, you know? Like, I know a lot of us just – run around the country all the time. We never own a home. And uh, we end up using our friends as referrals. Yeah. <laughs> but you can use yourself as a referral. So tell me a little bit about motivation behind the YouTube channel. What, what like, yeah, give me the skinny on that. So uh, I have a pretty strong presence on, on, on Facebook and Instagram, you know, uh, where, with the stuff that I post constantly. And so when I went solar, I was excited. I was going so it's like, I'm just going to record clips and post it online and show people, you know, a real in-depth from a homeowner's perspective, not a salesman pushing perspective. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was just getting a bunch of clips of everything going on. And so that involved, you know, to about four months of content. And so I was like, okay, how am I going to get this story? You know, how can I make it better? So I sat there for about a month editing all this content because it was, again, beginning to the end from how our uh, home evaluation, what we look for out there in the field from, you know, the condition of the home, or the, the, any obstacles, the lifestyle habits, how to size your system, and then going to your, uh, what's involved to get your system installed with the H, approved with the HOA, the city, state, county permits, uh, the utility company, how the solar engineer designs the array to get the production designed. Uh, and then, you know, the, the electricians on what they're doing, you know, with the one line diagram that shows everybody what we're doing. I'm like, this is a, a good information that homeowners ask during our, our consultation. So if I could just uh, uh, leave them with this, even if they decide not to go solar, there's not a lot of information 
places where a homeowner could go and get all the information without somebody trying to collect their information left and right. And I was like, if, if I could fill in that void, it gives me the benefit of putting, selling myself even when I'm not selling. And then after I leave, this homeowner is going to go into a rabbit hole where like this guy knows what he's talking about, you know, and it's just information after information. And then so that's how it evolved. It went from a few clips on social media to this idea of this little mini movie uh, to, that I'm going to post online to where, you know what, I'm, I uh, came up with this. I've been using the slogan, let's talk solar for quite some time. Uh, a friend of mine did the logo for me. I, I put it out there. A few people liked it. Uh, I sold several hats and I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm onto something. So back in uh, December, I bought me the microphone setup. I went ahead and started setting up my studio as well. And that's where I really started focusing more on the podcast and YouTube channel. So that's how that came about. Cool. Yeah, I like that. And I'm also the communications director for the Houston Renewable Energy Group, uh, which is a nonprofit organization. And so it's a bunch of people from various backgrounds that are all renewable fanatics that just want to get the word out there and help people uh, adapt and, you know, put renewables into their life one way or another through education and community engagement. Mm -hmm. Dang it. So tell, like, I very few people actually get involved in those groups. Like, tell me a little bit about that. The the Houston the Houston Renewable Energy Renewable Group. Energy Group. Yeah. Yeah. So they're a they're a sister company of the Texas Solar Association and Society as well, and a few other nonprofits. Uh-huh. Um, so they've been around since 1999. Um, so they've been around for quite some time. About two three years ago, I started attending their meetings, and you know, I, I made some friends, and you know, they. We, we, we became friends on Facebook. And so that's how they were like, hey, you should probably join, you know, group. And so that's how it came about. Like right now they're working on a career fair day. So that way they, they're trying to get 30 uh, uh, renewable companies in, in, a boot to, in a place together and, you know, have a job fair for people who are interested in making the transition into new, new careers and stuff like that. Uh, they're also working on a K through 12 program to show kids, you know, how to adapt renewables and stuff like that. So it's a, it's a bunch of uh, uh, product awareness and knowledge out there. So the one, the one burning question I have is you're in Houston, which is like oil capital yeah. of the United States. <laughs> Any pushback at all from people or, or not really? I, I, I have a lot of homeowners that. that work for oil companies okay. that make the transition. It's normal at this point. Uh-huh. Um, Realistically, the, the vibe is that Houston is still going to stay the capital of the ener- energy capital of the world, but we're going to be the renewable energy capital of the world. And that's a, the real focus and vibe out here. I like that. I like that. That's cool. Um, all right. So now I have a new section I want to try out. This is 20 questions one. I saw this from Tim Ferriss. He has got a really big podcast. I didn't copy his questions. I did some different ones. So I'm going to rapid fire these questions and just see where it goes. Um, they're very random. Um, but anyway, Let's do it. it'll be good. <laughs> so, David, what is your favorite color? Uh, red. What is your favorite breakfast food? Uh, potato and eggs. Potato and eggs. Any spices on that or? Just Whichever. Green, green salsa out here. <laughs> I love it. Um, do you like Marvel or DC superheroes better? Marvel. Which one's your favorite and why? Iron Man. Iron Man? Because he's uh, the technology and the swag that he carries about himself. Okay um patriots fan yay or nay nay <laughs> texan fan yay Who, who's your favorite who's your favorite texan uh right now uh, uh deshaun watson uh behind that you got hopkins obviously jay watson up there yeah cool um 
who looks better in a wrestling singlet, you or your boss? Oh, that's her. Uh, <laughs> I'm a big boy, so I'm gonna say my boss. <laughs> who, but who wins the match? I will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, favorite song to jam to? Uh, 50 Cent, I'm the man after every sale I get. <laughs> nice, dude. I love that. Love that. I love a post-sale ritual. Yeah. Um, what's the, what books made the biggest difference in your life? Uh, the Straight Line Method and, uh, and The Closer's uh, Survivor Guide by uh, Grant. Okay. Um, favorite vacation that you've ever taken in the past? Uh, last year, uh, Miami, uh, for the top producers, uh, they, we did an all-inclusive trip in Miami. We were on a yacht. It was awesome. Five-day experience. It was great. Cool. What's uh, your future vacation? Uh, Lake Tahoe next month. Lake Tahoe. Nice, man. Yep. Um, what would you tell yourself 10 years ago as, a, as advice? Get into renewables when that guy told you. Good. <laughs> um, fastest you've ever driven a land vehicle? Uh, 112. 112, okay. Um, <laughs> not, in, not in my company vehicle. Not a company vehicle, good. <laughs> um, scariest thing you've ever done? Uh, jump out of a moving vehicle. Oof. You want to elaborate on that one a little bit? Uh, unfortunately, I was walking out of movie theater. Uh, I got robbed, and uh, they you got robbed. The yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> like That's a gunpoint? Like what? Yeah, I was eighteen. It was a month after my eighteenth birthday. I was in the opposite side of town. Uh, I just I was at the movie theater, uh, walking back to the truck because we forgot uh, the my date's purse. And so as I'm closing the, the car, I hear the two guns clack back. I get robbed. And uh, they tell me to get in the truck. They, get in the, they open the passenger side. They tell me to start driving. Uh, I realize that if I leave this parking lot, no good's going to come out of it. Uh, so I swerve back to the main entrance of the movie theater where AMC theaters, they have the ticket boots outside. Uh -huh. uh, and I jumped out of the moving vehicle at about 45 miles an hour. <laughs> oh wow like yeah dude that's nuts yeah i think I, I for me the gun being pointed at my head would be scarier than the 45 miles an hour because the uh, gun like i can't control the fall i could feel <laughs> like i had some control over that the uh went with the two guns to my face the first time because again when i get in the vehicle and they were next to me and behind the, in the in the crew cab of the truck uh it was more of a stay calm i was just it was so slow the way time moved that I'm just thinking in my head, what's the next move? Did they ever catch him? No. No. Dang, dude. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. Um, pet, peeves. <laughs> pet peeves. What are your pet, pet peeves? Pet peeves. Uh, disorganization. Disor disorganization. Yes. Okay. okay. Um, wisdom you wish more people followed um stay positive stay positive no matter the out no matter what you're going through is temporary no matter how good it is it will pass just enjoy the moment and stay focused on the outcome love it um this is a little similar um what do you want your kids to remember you for my ambition and always trying always trying and never giving up what are you doing right after this podcast running an appointment in, in humble texas oh, nice dude <laughs> hustle hustle Yes, sir. Um, and then after that, I got a six o'clock referral as well later on today. Good, man. 
Well, appreciate your time, David. Um, guys, let's talk solar. Again, so there's a YouTube channel. You mm -hmm. can check it out. David, what, what shout outs do you want to do? What's going on in your life? Uh, my shout outs gives to my whole team. You know, I, I love the, the progress that we're doing and the progress that I'm seeing. Um, and everybody else, you know, that's in the renewable selling solar. Stick to it, guys. It's, a, it's an awesome community. You know, a while back, I was a little bit re reserved. With the, with the information I had, but I decided, you know what, I could help people become more successful and, you know, save them the heartache and the headaches. And so I love the community. I started joining more uh, 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 solar teams as well, uh, uh, solar groups on Facebook. And it's an awesome community, the way everybody looks out for each other. It's awesome. Awesome. Okay, guys, so check out David Rosa. If you, and if you're a homeowner in the Houston area and you're thought about solar, Reach out to him on Facebook, or you can check out his, his YouTube channel, Let's Talk Solar. It's got, it's the one, you'll, when you look it up, there's probably a few videos that pop up, but his is the one that has like a really classy background and like an actually good looking thumbnail. Um, so just, if you see it, because if you look at Let's Talk Solar, a few things will pop up, but um, it's got an actual logo and, and setup. So appreciate it, David, and, and good luck on that sale today, dude. Had a blast. Thank you, Cody.